What's going on, people? It's your boy Kalechi, and I'm back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How y'all doing today? I hope y'all are ready for Christmas. We're only a few days away. We're about four days away from Christmas. But uh, as we rush out, preparing to get those last-minute gifts, I know I just got some last-minute gifts. I gotta wrap them up. As we rush out and try to do all of that, let's try and stay safe. And for all those who will be going out to Christmas Eve dinners, going from place to place, man, enjoy yourselves, eat a lot. But when that itis hits, stay home. Don't drive and be itis. It is not safe. If you're driving on, if you're going from house to house, just, you know, stay the night at one person's house and just stay there. If you have a lot of places you got to be because that itis, when that itis hits, it hits hard. It hits real hard. But everyone, just be safe out there and enjoy yourself this Christmas. Spend some time with your loved one. You know, kick back, relax, watch some movies, do all kinds of chill stuff. I know I want to go see this new Star Wars movie. Not because it's going to be great or anything, but I just got to see it because it's Star Wars. So hopefully I'll check that out sometime during this whole Christmas break. But side news and side note, this will be the last pod of the year. Yes, I know it's sad, but until next year, you will not be hearing my smooth, silky, beautiful, beautiful voice until next year, but just need to finish out this year, finish strong. Thank you all to each and every single person who has listened to the podcast, shared the podcast. We've gone from zero to almost to over 400 plus plays. So thank you to each and every single one of you that has listened to all the podcasts. This podcast should be going live on Monday for all those who will be traveling from one place to the other. Just want to give you all something to listen to and then y'all have a great Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and New Year and just wishing y'all a Merry Christmas and a happy, happy, happy New Year. But enjoy yourself, spend some time with friends, spend some time with family and kick back, relax. Just let's get into the stories for today. First up, we got a big one. We haven't seen a great assembling like this since Avengers came out in 2012. We've not seen a group come together. Oh, wait. That's right. We had Golden State, who became the Justice League in 2015 when KD went to join the 73-9 and team. And then they, you know, history says they just kind of dominated everybody. Nobody had a chance against them. They just took over everything. But thank goodness... That team has been broken up, and there are no real super teams anymore in the league. A lot of dynamic duos, which is wonderful. But anyway, we haven't seen an assembly like this since Golden State dominated the league with their super team. Well, what am I talking about? Google, Amazon, and Apple are actually working together on something. This is mind-blowing. The only times we ever hear those three names being said in the same sentence is when the U.S. government or the Senate is talking about we need to break up big tech. We need to break them down. They're too big. They're controlling too many enterprises. They control too many things. But for the first time, well, it's not really the first time, but the first time in a really, really, really long time, Google, Amazon, and Apple are all working together on something big and the big thing that they're working together on is on smart home tech so as everyone knows there are these smart home speakers we've talked about it in the past you have your amazon echo you have your google assistant and in the last place you have siri 
who is trash. Well, I mean, we also have Cortana, but nobody really cares about Cortana like that. But you have Siri, which I'm sorry to all my Apple users out there and all my iPhone users, but y'all know Siri is trash. Siri is absolutely garbage compared to Amazon Echo and Google Assistant. But nevertheless, but because Siri is so big and because it has such a use of large user base, a lot of smart home tech has to cater to that, even though Siri is trash. But they have to cater to the Siri and to that Google, to that assistant, to that personal assistant. But the problem is for smart home technology, one of the things that uh, manufacturers and developers have been running into is that there's so many different ways of setting up the platform. There's one way you have to set it up if you're doing a Siri enabled device. There's another way you have to set it up if you're doing an Amazon Echo enabled device. There's another way you have to set it up if you're doing a Google Assistant device. And that is becoming a problem. It takes way too long for these companies to be able to upgrade the systems to be able to send out updates because you have to do each you have to give it a communication method for each and every single one of those methods or each and every single one of those platforms and it takes forever i don't know if any of y'all have ever tried to set up like a smart light bulb in your house and how many steps and how long you have to go through everything nothing is seamless it's not like a plug and play system you have to actually develop the whole thing and like tell the system how to read the whole thing and it just takes it takes more time than it needs to take to be able to set up these smart home technologies and that's one of the things that these companies are finally coming together and agreeing i mean in the past you know we can't even standardize on a port on a phone but thank god this time around google amazon and apple are agreeing to standardize the communication method of how these smart home technologies will talk to different tech uh, talk to different devices in your home and so how are they going to go about this? The way they're going about this is they're using a company called the Zigbee Alliance, which is a group that advocates and promotes for the Internet of Things. If you don't know what the Internet of Things is, it's basically connecting all your appliances in your home. So we're talking about smart refrigerators. We're talking about smart microwaves. We're talking about smart ovens. We're talking about smart light bulbs. We're talking about all the things in your house being able to be connected to be to the internet so you can easily just use voice control to control everything in your home. I don't know if anybody has seen the Samsung thing where if you have a Samsung TV, if you have a Samsung um, refrigerator, a Samsung washer and dryer set, you can literally just pull out your phone and if you have them connected to the internet, you can pull out your phone and just say, hey, turn on my refrigerator or say, hey, what do I have? Or you say like, hey, Bixby, even though Bixby is trash. Hey, Bixby or hey, Samsung or hey, Google, what do I have in my refrigerator right now? And it can tell you, it can show you a video feed of what's in your refrigerator. Or you can say, hey, hey, Google, turn on my washer at home and only turn it on for like 20 minutes or something like that. Or turn on my dryer to retumble dry the clothes that I already have in the dryer or something like that. Basically, the Zigbee Association has been advocating for more and more appliances to become smart. Oh, looks like there's a problem. You, you see Google? Google just be popping out out of nowhere. It scared me like, anyway, what was I saying? It just completely threw me up. They've been advocating for more appliances to become smart appliances. But <clears throat> why is this happening right now? Why is Amazon, Google, and Apple all agreeing to do this right now. The main reason, as with everything else, because it's all a business, is because the smart speaker slash smart home technology market is going to triple what it is today. Right now, it is expected that in 2025, 
the market is going to surpass over 175 billion dollars and so these companies are seeing that and they don't want to be in the way of being able to acquire that market cap and one of the things that happened was the fact that these companies or one of the issues that happened was the fact that by fighting so much they were fighting so much for market control and market dominance that they ended up making the whole thing convoluted but now they're seeing that because they made the whole thing convoluted is going to affect the future of the market and so like any good business when you see that you're going to lose money because you're being too competitive guess what you do you start working together so you can end up making that money in the end of the day especially for things like siri controlled devices this will actually help them more than any other devices however like we talked about golden state at earlier for any good team communication is key and speaking of communication we found out when kd left and we found out that golden state just even though you're a super team one of the things that always arises there are little little issues like we found out with kd and draymond so like KD, Apple likes to use burner accounts. Apple is not one to just kind of sell you all kinds of ads. Apple would rather use burner accounts and sell you ads. But on the other hand, Draymond, much like Amazon and Google, they just put it all out there. They put it, they tell you as it is, they tell you exactly what it is, they tell you how it is, they tell you how they feel about it, and they say it right to your face because they be selling you ads straight up. You get on your computer, you already know they're trying to throw ads in your face. And so just like any super team, Hopefully this doesn't fall apart because that's the biggest issue. That's the biggest separating point between Apple versus Google and Amazon where Google and Amazon, they just going to sell you ads anyway. They're going to sell you ads and they're going to tell you we're using your information and we're going to sell you ads. Apple, on the other hand, they will use your data for other things, but they won't necessarily tell you exactly what they're using your data for all the time. They'll just say, hey, we're using your data, but we're not selling you ads, though. We're not selling it to other companies. So it's going to be interesting because one of the things that is going to happen is these devices will communicate to one another. These devices are not just going to be on an island by themselves. These devices, what the new standard that's going to be set up is for all these smart technologies to have the same communication method, which means they will be sharing data between both devices which is something that apple usually does not like to do apple is not one to share data or share information with other companies however there are other companies that you won't care about that are also part of the zigbee alliance and is also part of this whole standardization of smart home technology you have philips hue if you don't know anything about philips hue they make a lot of light bulbs and they make some of the best ones even though they're hella expensive I ain't buying no Philip Hughes light bulb. There's Ecobee, which is much cheaper. But anyway, that's beside the point. You have Samsung that I mentioned earlier. And also we have Ikea, which is also going into the smart home technology. I bet y'all didn't know that Ikea was in smart home technology. But these are other companies that are also involved in the Zigbee Alliance. Now, moving on from there, we have major, major, major news. News that just broke the other day. Donald Trump has been impeached. Oh my God. It's big news. It's massive news. I'm just kidding. It's not. Like everybody saw that one coming. So much so that the markets didn't even flinch to the news of Donald Trump being impeached. Like they expected him to be impeached so much so that the market kind of when when the news came out and when the vote was complete and donald trump was impeached everyone looked at the market like oh what's the market going to do donald trump was like the market is gonna crash 
the Donald was sitting up and was like, if you impeach me, the market is going to crash. And then, you know, we looked at the market after the news dropped and the market was just kind of like, eh, Donald Trump was impeached. Okay. And then right after that, the markets hit new highs. <laughs> the market hits new record highs right after the news, shortly after the news came out, which is crazy. It's so funny because on one hand, Donald Trump talking about, oh, the market is going to crash and we didn't, we, we ain't seen none of that. But also the reason the market may not have reacted as much to the Donald Trump news is because as everyone expected, no one expects that the Senate is actually going to remove Donald Trump from office. Donald Trump is not going to be out of office, even though he has been officially impeached. He's only the third president in the United States history that has been impeached. Now, <clears throat> which it's kind of weird to me that you can be impeached, but you can still remain president and then you can rerun for another election, even though you were impeached. But hey, democracy at its finest, right? Checks and balances, systems of checks and balances. So that's what that is. But moving on from there, let's talk about the U.S. government. The U.S. government hitting all kinds of buzzer beater. I mean, they're better than Dame Leonard versus the Thunder in the playoffs. Do just be hitting all kinds of buzzer beaters, and they're doing the exact same thing. They just approved the U.S. Mexico Canada agreement, which is the NAFTA 2.0. If you don't know what NAFTA 2.0 is, basically it's a free trade agreement between Canada, the U.S., and Mexico as to how they will trade with one another. But the biggest news that came out of this is the hard line that the Democrats were able to establish when it came to labor laws and when it came to environmental standards, which is two things that usually when it's always a sticking point between Democratic Party, the House of Representatives, who the Democrats kind of rule that House of Representatives right now, and also between and the Senate, Senate, which is the Republicans that own the Senate right now. But they were able to get the deal done and the Democrats were able to set higher environmental standards, which is key and important, and also able to set higher labor standard and higher pay grades, which is also key and important. But it looks like we might just be having a good Christmas after all. They were also able to, of course, they did the voting to impeach Donald Trump. And as we talked about last time, they also approved a budget. So they they killing it right now. They killing it. They closed out the week strong. They finished out the game strong. They were able to get that last shot off. And that's important because the next two weeks, the House of Representatives and the Senate, actually the U.S. government as a whole, is going into recess. Yes, they go, they do recess. I wish I had recess at work, but they're going into recess much like you would do when you're in kindergarten and teacher said it's recess time and you ran out to play. They're also running out to play to beaches all over the world and they don't have to be governors and senators and House of Representatives and all that stuff for the next two weeks. But they will be back on the, I want to say the 6th is when the government should resume and everything should be back up and running. But even bigger news than all of that stuff, they found time as they were dealing with all these other trade stuff that some people might say is more important than what I'm about to talk about. I don't agree because they also found time to pass a bill that blocks robocalls. My goodness, this is so huge. They found time to pass a bill that will block robocalls and it's expected that Donald Trump will actually sign that bill into law. I don't know if anybody else has the same to has the same thing that they deal with as well where you just kind of be getting all these ro it's gotten so bad 
because of the robocalls, people actually don't pick up their phones anymore because they look at a phone number. It can be an emergency and people are just like, nah, if it's important enough, I know I do this. I'll be like, if it's important enough, they'll call me a second time because I don't know that number and I'm not picking up because robocalls have gotten out of hand. They've gotten way out of hand and it's a problem. And so it is so good to see them actually pay this bill or not pay this bill, but pass this bill that blocks robocalls in the future. It is so, so awesome to hear that. But anyway, let me just give y'all some quick hits, just some things that a little nugget that you can throw out to people and sound like you super smart just sharing it around, you know, share that information with one or two people and you just, you know, it's Christmas time. So, you know, you're going to be having these discussions with people you ain't seen before. So let me give you a little information to make y'all seem a little bit of smart. First of all, if anybody asks you, who is the what is the most valuable automotive maker in the United States of America? Most people are probably going to say Ford or GM. And most people will be very wrong. The answer is Tesla. Tesla is the most valuable automaker, automotive manufacturer in the United States with a market valuation of 72 billion dollars, which is crazy to think about that a whole car industry this thing is worth less than Twitter. That's crazy. But anyway, that's beside the point. And also, GM and Ford are much, much, much behind behind Tesla. GM is about 34 million and Ford is about 52 billion. I said million, I meant billion in both cases. But even more important than all of that is the fact that Tesla is discussing cutting the price of the Model 3 about 20% which is going to knock off, I believe, about, what is 20% of, you know, I'm going to do this math real quick. I should have done this before now, but I didn't. And so you guys are just going to listen to me as I do 20.20 times 35.123. What is that? So it's going to knock off $7,000 off of the sticker price of the Model 3, at least the base model of the Model 3. And so it's going to start off at about $28,000, which is amazing. This is what I've been saying. If they can bring the price below that $30,000 mark more and more, if they can even bring it more to us that $25,000, the Model 3 is going to dominate everything. And it is the best-selling car right now. Actually, that's a lie. It's still the best-selling car in the United States. is still the F-150 which is also interesting. Trucks are the best-selling vehicles. Trucks and SUVs are the best-selling vehicles in the United States. But Tesla is really, really growing and is really, really exploding. But like I said, it's a little nugget that you can share with other people. Now, another little side news. China does not play with anybody. China don't be playing. If you say anything, if you say anything that is just sideways about China, if you even look at them the wrong way, we thought the Donald was petty. Nah, nah, the Donald ain't as petty as China, dog. The Donald ain't nearly as petty as China. My goodness, they got, they find time to block anybody that be saying anything sideways about them. Like for real, for real, for real. And I, I, I talked about it slightly last time, but I didn't really go into it. But Mesut Orzo came out and said something about the way that China was treating the Muslims and mentioned something about the Hong Kong uh, protest. And they blocked it. Like, they can't... It was, the, it was the time when Arsenal was playing Man City, and they automatically blocked that game. The game didn't air in China at all. And, of course, Arsenal went into damage control trying to, like, make sure that saying, oh, Orzo does not represent the entire entire arsenal organization whatever whatever 
But the point is, they blocked that dude. And not only that, they also removed him from a video game, Pro Evolution Soccer, if anybody knows it. They removed Ozil from the video game just because China was like, yo, we don't like this dude anymore. Get him out of here. So it's just like, it's crazy that China will find time to just block and do what they need to do to anybody. And then even apart from that, during the uh, Democratic debate that happened, I believe it was on Thursday night, they were the candidates were asked questions about the Hong Kong protests, were asked questions about China's uh, treatment of its uh, Muslim citizens. They were asked also if the if they would be in favor of boycotting the China Olympics in 2022 or boycotting the Olympics in China in 2022. And during that segment where the the candidates were asked those questions, that segment was blacked out in China for about nine. For about nine minutes, it was like, oh, we lost signal all of, all of a sudden. And right after we finished talking about this topic, boom, the democratic debates are right back up. So China does not play, dog. China does not play with anybody about anything. <laughs> we thought Donald Trump was petty. Nah, he ain't even nearly on the, on the level of China and their pettiness. Like you say anything sideways about them, they coming for you hard. They coming for you super hard super duper ultra hard but i got one more thing i want to share with y'all to give y'all a nice little christmas something to look forward to something to, that will put some smile on your faces heading into the season so as we all know we've talked about it in the past and now we're like oh we're expecting a we're expecting a recession to come about next year but the good news is we're not in the recession so some key things to think about is we're in a record-setting bull market. The economy has expanded for an unprecedented 126 straight months. And the U.S. hasn't have a, has a recession in over a decade. In an entire decade, the U.S., it's, it's, it never happened before. And so that's something to be happy about. It's something to be proud about. And then even more record-setting is that every year over year, in other words, as we enter into the new year, the S&P 500 always posts a gain of 1.3%. So in other words, while you're at home, if you got a little bit of money, go ahead and invest in an S&P 500 company. Just Apple is one of them. Google is another one. Of course, those are the big ones. But just go through the list of the 500 companies in the S&P 500. Those companies always do well moving from the old year moving into the new year so that's also key and then finally the commerce department also released data yesterday showing consumer spending continues to increase and now the key thing is as we've talked about in the past consumer spending is two-thirds of whenever they're calculating gdp or anything like that two-thirds of how the economy is doing and it continues to climb computer consumer spending continues to grow someone it grew about 0.3 percent in november and they're expecting that by the end of december it would have grown 0.5 percent in other words even though we're expecting that things will change later on sometime during the year 2020 but for right now we have had a great decade when it comes to the market we have had a very 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 good decade of, of just good market growth and good consumer growth and consumer spending it continued to go and go and hopefully hopefully as we head into the new year we keep seeing these spending and keep seeing these growths so share those numbers with anybody that comes up to you and wants to say some nonsense about, oh, look, Donald Trump is destroying the market, which he is. That's not a lie. He's done a lot of nonsense, especially with this trade war. But however, despite Donald Trump's nonsense, the market continues to grow. 
companies continues to continue to grow and things continue to look on the up and up so that's good that's good just share this information and put some smile on people's faces who are saying oh my god look at the country we're not da, 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 da. just you know tell them tell them tell them about what you just learned tell them about the stats about how the market has grown for over what is what was that number i gave to y'all let me read it again because i don't know this stuff off the top of my head 126 straight months and if you do a little bit of math one two six divided by 12 is 10 years straight 10 and a half years the market has continued to grow and that is wonderful that is wonderful to see hopefully as we enter into the new decade we'll continue to see some more of this growth but before i leave y'all i have something that i saw yesterday that i'd like to share with everybody as we're heading heading into a new year and a new decade i just want everybody to go into it with your eyes open but also staying dreaming dream with your eyes open in other words dream about things you want to do dream about things where you want to be but keep your eyes open plan towards those things don't just dream about them but plan towards achieving those things that you want to achieve dream with your eyes wide open i'll leave y'all with that and that's all i got for y'all today god bless each and every single one of y'all thank y'all for listening Oh, and uh, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram at Kelechi, K-E-L-E-C-H-I-W-U-A-B-A. Hit me up on either one of those platforms. Share your holiday. Share with me. You know, wish me a Merry Christmas. Or better yet, share the podcast with somebody this Christmas. But nevertheless, that's all I got for y'all today. I hope each and every single one of y'all has a great Christmas and a very happy new year. I hope every single one of us makes it into 2020 and we have a great, great new decade. 2020, Vision 2020, do big things, dream with your eyes wide open. I'm going to talk to y'all on another one. I'm going to see y'all next year. God bless y'all. Peace.